Don Holiday. And you're listening to Black Audacity, the podcast for tiptoe motherfuckers like us. <laughs> Well, Damn, well, that does not tie into not even a little bit. That's fine. It's right, fine. We're gonna create right. a new character. Anyways, thank tip-toe. you. Tiptoe. Tiptoe. That'd be a dope ass character. Don't take our fucking name. It's called <laughs> Tiptoe because okay, but Tiptoe is a is a less. A, is Let's, a, wait, hold on. Thanks for tuning in. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say tiptoe a player and Thank- sneak out your girl window at night. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of us on these goddamn microphones. Um, we appreciate it. The superpower's not getting caught. If you couldn't tell by our raggedy ass intro, our discussion today is comics, but a very particular type of yes. comic that Mr. Holiday himself introduced me to. So Holiday, why don't you tell the people what's going on? Uh, before we got before just, the tiptoe thing, we'll no, do tiptoe talk, later. Oh, okay. As I say, then now that's a nigga power. If I ever heard one, what's that one power you don't want a nigga to have? The power to not get caught. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so to the curious, to the curious amongst you, we talking about a, a um a very important imprint at the time it came out and and now significant. So. uh Back in 1993, Milestone Comics was published. And this was an a, a independent imprint. However, it was distributed uh, by DC. So, um, if you read comic books, I'm sure everybody heard of Static Shock. Maybe you heard of Icon and Hardware. These are the most popular from the um, publication. And my favorite is Blood Syndicate, but we'll get into that in a minute. But um, the creators, it was four founders, four brothers... And this is why it's significant because we talk a lot now about diversity and inclusion and all that uh, good shit. But back in 1993, we had that, which is funny now because people our age and older when, uh, you know, we hear kids talking about things. And then we go back and we always think about like, oh, man, we had Meteor Man. We wasn't tripping off nothing. Else. We had this. We had that. Um, so maybe we didn't gravitate towards it or maybe the staying power or whatnot, or, you know, um, but to get into the founders of Milestone, it was, I think the brain, the brain child of, uh, Dwayne McDuffie, who's, um, a legend in the comic book industry, uh, Dennis Cohen, Michael Davis, and Derek T. Dingle, uh, writers and artists, uh, they got together to facilitate, a, a need and which was dope about it is to get publication. They put together, they created their own universe. And it's, um, if you don't know about comic books, I just explain it. It's the, they came up with this universe called the Dakotaverse. So it's, that's where, you know, everything takes place. Like, you know, you got the Marvel Universe, DC Universe, uh, and so on and so forth. So they, they went together and, and meticulously created every character, all the character backgrounds and, and blah, blah, blah. And it's called the, the milestone bible yeah and and this one was uh used to get publication through dc dc read this and was like oh these motherfuckers put in the work and so they got greenlit so in 1993 they dropped um i don't know i want to say i think it was hardwired that came out first and which was cool because we're talking about black characters now when i say black characters i don't mean color swap characters I mean, these are black characters. So, what do you mean by color swap? Color swap, just you make the character black, so he's a black character, right? Even though, so it, even though there's no history of this character ever being black, mm-hmm. but well, it's not being black is intrinsic to his personality, right? That's what, yeah. So, character swap, uh, color swap. So, with these characters, 
which was cool, is them being black actually tied into their story, but not in a negative way to where you have it in other forms of media. Because, again, you can always tell, or not always, but many times if you have a black character that may be created by a white person, it's always some... We talked about it in Blackface White Pen. They, their character, character, caricatures instead of characters. But, it, but in this instance, I'm just going to talk about um, Hardwire. Um, this is one of the popular characters. And which was funny, it was basically a, a proxy for, the, for one of the main um, founders, Dwayne McDuffie. What I didn't know until doing research, he was like a whole-ass physicist working in college. But he, um, it was brought to his attention that some of his research was used uh, for guidance chips and missiles. And he wasn't aware of this. And once he found out about it, he just, he was just done. Uh, so he ended up studying uh, film. He went to film school, NYU. So that story alone right there is is amazing to me. Like how you just get bored with being a film. Well, not even get bored, but you just... You just switch gears to film school, but I understand the reason. So he used this and created a character. So his character worked in like um, he was like a, a that shit. Uh, Elon Musk always just making up shit. So he pretty much worked in like a, a lab, but he found out some of his shit. He wasn't getting credit for his work, which was another uh, proxy for how the creators felt. They felt that um, and this is why creating these characters are are important. So anyway. Um, wasn't getting credit for their work, uh, was held down, and a glass ceiling, as they say. So one of the covers was uh, the superhero literally busting through a glass ceiling. It was as a symbolism. And so shit like that is dope. Uh, you have this character icon. I'm going to talk about the characters, and we're going to talk about, you know, what it means and what it means to us individually and, you know, the, the relaunch of the imprint. So um, we had another character icon. Pretty much the black Superman. What's dope about him in comparison to Superman, right? Icon landed in the 1800s and was rescued by a slave. So Icon was a green alien, but he took the form of the first human he'd seen, which was a slave. <coughs> I'm sorry. Okay. And yes, yeah, it's just gum. I shouldn't even be chewing it. It was a little ghetto. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, <laughs> so he... um. He grew up a slave, uh, he a whole ass superhero. But it's funny because that's a good parallel. Um, and this was in this book I was reading. Um, it's called Black Superheroes, Milestone Comics, and Their Fans. And it's by Jeffrey A. Brown. So, <clears throat> so the parallels with Superman. So Superman lands, same thing, alien, lands in Kansas, uh, raised by John and Martha Kent. But so his experience allows him to just be a hero. You know, his view of the world. What was funny about Icon, it, all his superpowers are used for survival. So it's just a funny parallel when, you know, when you get into it, which is another reason why this is very interesting to have these characters. Uh, and even in the Icon series, you had a, a a female character. Her name was Raquel, but she went by Rocket. What's cool about this character, uh, she does, the story is t told through her eyes a lot because, you know, we say we don't have female representation and we say we don't have black female representation. But but you had this character whose ambition, she wanted to be a writer and she looked up to Toni Morrison. Now, 
in comic books and media at the time. Well, what am I talking about on Toni Morrison? So it's 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 cool to have these. With like I always say, man, when niggas write about niggas, is this we get it, you know. And if you offended by nigga, I apologize. But uh, <laughs> this might be the wrong show. <laughs> if you offended by this, and but, the wrong episode for uh, that matter. Uh, uh, but no, but you know, that's when I say that. And then of course everybody knows Static, uh, which I didn't know until during research. His name, Virgil Hawkins, was named after the of um, the Florida lawyer, Virgil D. Hawkins, mm-hmm. who was a lawyer, um, and he fought for uh, he, what was it? Uh, are you familiar with the story? He was fighting for emissions um, equality. Well, whatever it was, he the college he went to originally he wasn't couldn't be admitted to because for being black. black. And even though he passed everything, yeah, um, this is you know one of those issues with Florida too. But it was the University of Florida. Uh huh. Um, their school of law. Yes. And so he was trying to get admitted at a time in the 1920s. Mm-hmm. Um, then again, in the 1930s, uh, prior to being you know drafted for World War II. But he was trying to get in and face every obstacle. So being the attorney that he was at heart, he litigated until the University of Florida had to then change mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. law. Even though he was discriminated against, he was put into a separate class. He was... Yeah, I've seen pictures. I've seen those pictures. He was literally like put in a dunce cap and pushed away from that. And so the character is named after this gentleman. I suggest you go look him up. And I know a high level, very surface of the story. I haven't looked into it that deep, Mm -hmm. but I do know. And I'm, you know, kind of familiar with it. But go look it up. Because we got some some shit besides besides Martin Luther King. Like, I I always make that joke, but that's for real. We have other stuff besides Martin Luther King to look at. And Milestone Comics is one of them. Because it uses actual black history. Mm -hmm. Not the history of black people in white America. It shows black history. American black history. And that's one of the benefits of having situations like this. And we look at it. And we're going to talk about it more. But... It was something that I found interesting about like Static Shock and how mm-hmm. they did these stories. So go ahead, continue. Because this is your bag. <laughs> if, if y'all want to know why you don't hear me as much, we have episodes where it, if it's political and yeah, shit talking, this, this is me. It's my time to shine. Mm-hmm. On the comic books, I am familiar with a lot of comic books. That's actually how this friendship started. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, I was just like literally just recently introduced to all because of an episode of Big Bang Theory. Uh, I'll tell the story. So we're watching Big Bang Theory, which happens just about every, every Saturday, week, yeah. like every week I that show we up record. Episode. <laughs> we call um, John Nigga Sheldon, you mm-hmm. know, for good reason. So we're watching it, and they're in the comic book shop. If you're familiar with the show, they're often in Stewart's comic book shop, and it was literally a split second look. <laughs> And it was the um, Miles blood, syndicate, yeah. blood Syndicate. And he was like, oh, this is John. Oh, I have that comic. That's cool they got that comic. And he went on this whole story. The next week, um, he comes over to record, and he's got 37 comics. <laughs> and I'm putting them into order. That's not an exaggeration. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, like it literally took up an entire countertop. So, And then put them all together and then um, learn more about it and reading about it um they're relaunching the reason why we're doing this because they are doing a very doing big a relaunch and I, don't you and think this is a good time yeah it's, it's it's june juneteenth and we got some black stuff coming because i was, and i love it i was on twitter and if you're part of blurt twitter that 
you know, speaks volumes, but they were talking about it. And a lot of people, I think, who are new to a whole, co- are, they're, they don't know about comic books. Just characters. They know yeah. about characters and they know about um, the movies. Because, mm-hmm. you know, however you get They're casual. They're casual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you have the hardcore ones who are going back because people were saying this should have came out because this would be DC's answer to Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And I can't I thought I screenshot it. But one person made a very good point was that Black Panther was a moment of its own. Mm-hmm. It didn't need an answer. Uh-huh. It didn't need to be a combative state for black people to continuously be in because in our music, we're like that in every, you know, in every aspect of popular media mm, we show a, a a constant conflict w- within one another and that dc made the right idea because actually i because i went down the rabbit hole so they were it was a rights issue though they were starting to, they were planning to start again in 2012 yeah so this is you know six years before black panther even comes out and four years before they even start development right mm-hmm. So you have all that happen, and they were the they were milestones because it's milestone media. Milestone so media. they it's the milestone comics is one part of it, but they are a bigger entity, mm-hmm. and they're well, I guess we're gonna go into their uh, the rest of their backstory about how they um, came into actual power. They're one of the few comics that own their masters yeah, in a way. Yeah. So they were just. Uh, uh, published by dc they were and so, they had and dc had no editing control yeah over and, them. and that was kind of the fallout of why uh and was we'll shock. yeah we'll talk about yeah. it. anyways so it, there there really is dakotaverse or uh, dakotaverse yeah, yeah dakotaverse because it's also in mid it's a midwestern uh like uh planet that's the word i'm trying to mm-hmm. say which is very interesting because you have these like very um urban night Mm-hmm. black characters anyways they niggas yeah <laughs> I, I i was trying to do right just one time but yeah there was niggas and they're in some place like dakota so yeah it, it, this it's gonna get good i suggest that after you listen to this episode after you oh, yeah. go what please go look this up because uh, oh yeah it's, i'll it's, some it's, sources at it, the end this yeah. wouldn't be a nice movement Mm-hmm. Um, to have kind of like we had with Black Panther, if we were going to go into the comparison, mm-hmm. we would have a different way because with a little bit of Black Panther was a tad bit of appropriation because mm-hmm. it was, um, you know, African Africa, appropriation. Yeah. You know, we're African Americans. We're not from that country. And some people felt some way about it. Dakotaverse, Milestone Comics is, these, these is were, Black America. Yeah, these these were and there and there weren't there they the were. Pe- the people that created it, these were them. They these are, were their friends. Yeah, these they're were their not from. And not to be funny, you know, there's not a, a white dude behind any of this. These are p- niggas from Detroit who grew mm-hmm. up in the 60s mm-hmm. uh, or were born in the 60s, grew up in the 70s and 80s when, you know, we were starting that whole we are the world bullshit, but we really weren't. Mm-hmm. And people could actually see it. So that's where Milestone is different. So, yes, mm-hmm. it's DC and yes, it's a black storyline but it shouldn't be put into comparison with marvel and black panther so oh, that, no, that was totally my whole different. point it's totally different but even when we but talk about tw- the, the real life you, stuff, the when I find you it. had um and i'm gonna just say this about static uh him being he was like as far as comic books concerned he was like 
are Peter Parker. Not a comparison, but blur, me being a young blur, wasn't no young, but we had Steve Urkel. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't have, we didn't have anybody cool. Yeah. We didn't have anybody that it was like, and <laughs> um, going back, that's part of that reason why it was so, you know, embarrassing to be a black nerd mm-hmm. back in the day. It, it just wasn't it. So you had Steve Urkel, you had all this shit, but Static, static was different. Static, come on. Virgil, come on. And he even, wanted to be even, like him. Even his story is a little nerdy. Too. Even his story, and because uh, he showed how he got his powers, he was he wasn't even part of the gang, but he showed up to go shoot somebody that was fucking with him. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's just kind of like, doesn't that happen? Don't That's we? a real story because yeah. you could not. How many of us know or have been involved in something where, yeah, that I was that no part of that fight. Style, I mean, but you that's gotta, literally how Tupac died. So yeah. just you know, the same story. We were and, watching a Tupac movie earlier. <laughs> and did he get it? Didn't he get his powers? And then uh, even with that, he had issues of, of, of race, sex, and even besides race. And this was another cool thing about um, um, Milestone. They. They were just black content creators, but they weren't making exclusively black content to where it was alienating from anything else. They it was just coming from a black lens. But you still had anything you have in any other uh form. Um and they were real diverse. How we talk about the trans community is a hot topic right now. They had trans um comic book characters, the character part of the blood syndicate. Uh, and I talked about him in another episode, but just a quick recap. The, the same Dakotaverse, these were people that showed up. Big, they call them bang babies. They got their superpowers, but they were like a gang. Just That's it. They weren't heroes. They were just a gang, but decided to just do shit. They decided to do good shit. But um, yeah, uh, they had Afro-Latina characters before that was a, a, a hot topic. They had... Um, Asian characters before that was a, a they showed the world how it really was yeah um one of the interesting things and um what's his name what's the animator's name is it Griffin uh oh McDuffie McDuffie I don't know where it got Griffin from McDuffie he made it a point to make these characters look R.I.P. too yeah rest the way McDuffie died which is another reason di- why shit got held up yeah he, he like died two years ago he died in like two, he died 10 years ago so a decade okay. ago in 2011 yeah. and it was his wife right his wife yeah yeah so. uh Charlotte I don't know her name. I know the drama. Like I didn't give it. Oh, I, now I we in your bag. Now you're in my yeah, bag. I know uh, the drama behind it. But the interesting thing about him is something that I always make a big thing of. You've been with me in movies, and especially animation. It's the way our color is seen. Oh yeah. So yeah. McDuffie made it a point, and he has a quote um, where he's talking about it. I never seen anybody be purple in my entire mm. life. And a black person be purple. I've never seen them look washed out. They're not, not everybody is, you know, what did he say? Undescribable color. Something on that lines. There's people who are brown and brown mm-hmm. people who need to be depicted. And reading Milestone comics and looking through it, you never have that moment. Like you do reading other comic books, mm-hmm. especially from the 90s. Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I don't know what this is. Yeah. Like, is this supposed to, like, they're all, like, you know, if they're a bad guy, they look like Thana, ugh, mm. Thanos. I need to stop. Who's, who's, I, who's Donna? <laughs> is that Thanos' wife? Donna, Donna is uh, his, I don't know, horse sister. Anyways. Wow. Sorry, we have an audience today, too. <laughs> if you hear You're, if you hear that in the background, that's you, our audience. You want to get on the mic? I mean, you know, I'll, I'll come sit over there. 
don't trust it. <laughs> you no, on, you stay on. you stay right where you're at. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but <laughs> Donna, come yeah, on. Yeah, you're still here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <we're>, <laughs> We, we, we have fun, man. Real jovial. Yeah. But go ahead. Jovial, okay. Anyways, so, but that's a big thing is that mm-hmm. these comics look like black people. They look like the people that you know. They don't. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and, and they are the people yeah, that you know. Yeah, but that's, they don't, you know, not every bad guy in the in the story is purple like Thanos. Okay, yeah. I had to really stop and think <laughs> about it this time. And I've been watching nothing but, like. Were you just watching Infinity War? Yes, I've been uh, on this Marvel thing. i just been watching them. Um, that's funny to me. Watching this person behind me. Um, no, so it's important because the bad guy looks like how you wouldn't expect, just like in real life. Mm-hmm. So there's, of course, it's you know fiction, got a little fantasy to it, mm-hmm. but it's real on the aspects of life because mm-hmm. that's what I was gonna bring up. One of the one of the issues that they had with um distributing through dc this is back in the 90s height of the aids epidemic um oh the sex were you know um, all about safe sex right yeah they had a which yeah which y'all should still be doing because everybody's always talking about going in raw please stop doing that <laughs> um and shooting clubs up we're we're done with that let's go back to the, Empty the clip. yeah no, no. Empty, please don't um so back in the day i believe it was 95 aesthetic shot or uh, 97. I, it was, uh, I was a child. It was like 94, 95, yeah. Right. So, you know, we still have a lot of people dying from this a pandemic at that time. That's what it was. And an ep. Uh, it was a comic book. It, it, was, it, was, a, it was the. So, back in the day, comic books used to be on newsstands. Like, you can actually see them instead of so, ordering yeah. them off of Amazon. So, go ahead. So, they. Um, they had the cover for the that particular comic mm-hmm. was static kissing his girlfriend mm-hmm. and there was unopened condoms on the table mm-hmm. so and it was there in dc even though they didn't have any editing rights they were not going to distribute it mm-hmm. and this started this great catastrophe they ended up you know uh cropping the picture out before the final they mo- distribution they, they, they moved it to the inside yeah but mcduffie wanted that to be the cover because that was his it, artistic vision that's what he wanted and he and like you said milestone and dc had an agreement like you don't get to no tell us what we can do nothing. yeah but mcduffie would would not push the line but he had a vision that's why they were independent in the first place so yeah so they moved what happened was they moved the um they moved the cover they wanted, but they put it in the inside. But when they put it in the inside, it came with a a, a disclaimer. Yes. And McDuffie's were like, fuck y'all. <laughs> and basically, so many words. He basically like, said, fuck DC. y'all. I'm out of here. Yeah. Fuck, fuck this. I'll go and do something else. Even though he did go on. He did the production for the um, oh, he did a, he animated. Did a, he like he, he never he stopped. Yeah. But as far as yeah. yeah, his mouse media. Because he was... Justice, Justice League America. There yeah. we go. He uh he directed that and wrote some of that. Yeah, so they they was doing they was doing all and, and luckily what the big thing about most of those RSA were able even though this Milestone Media didn't get the recognition that it deserved, mm-hmm. you know, and it didn't blow up in the way that it, I believe that it should have. It did great, but well, you know what I mean. I, I, I think what happened was like just a perfect storm. Um because they came out in 93, and then the industry crashed in, like, 97. Yeah. So, I had that not happened, I believe, because the, the characters endured. Everybody knows Static, and that's pretty much... if the I believe if the comic book industry didn't hit that wall that it did from 97 until, until 
basically until Iron Man came out. Um, <laughs> basically, because... Uh, Go ahead and tell it. Uh, we'll do I, an episode on that, too. Yeah. Uh, even though Blade was first, but Blade didn't revitalize the comic right. book industry. Right. Blade wasn't really yeah. considered by the popular public as a comic book movie. Yeah, yeah. But Iron uh, Man, because nobody fucking knew who it was, yeah, except yeah. for comic book nerds. There's the difference. So, uh, had that not happened, I believe Malson would, would have endured, because shit. Yeah. So... Um, that was that was pretty much where you know it all went downhill from there. But let me see. Did I mention all the characters? Mm-hmm. Icon, Static, Blood Syndicate. Oh, I talked about the Blood Syndicate. So anyway, um, outside of that, you just still had stories, characters, and insight that you wouldn't have got with any in other comic books. And what's dope about this too? Is now you aspire to a whole nother generation. Mm-hmm. So uh, I forget his name. Sorry, that was me. That, <laughs> did that scare you? Because I didn't know I did that. I kicked the chair and didn't know I did it. I was like, oh, hold on, shut all oh, this down. <laughs> See, you talked about the spirits earlier. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, it inspired a whole generation. One of one of the people that was working on the, the later con uh static shock. He grew up reading it, so that's pretty dope. If that's what you want to do, so he's he. I forget his name. Uh, um, I don't know, but it was it was uh it's it was something I watched called Behind the Panel. It's on um I forget the YouTube channel, but I'm I'm citing my sources here because uh, I watched like a few videos and I and I've been reading this book because uh this this is something that's important to me not because it's nerd shit because um. Because you're a black man in America. No, because art really means something as far as... Well, creation means something. Like, you create things in your image that you want to see. So, if you're growing up black, all I knew were, like, white superheroes. You know what I'm saying? Which, intrinsically, isn't a bad thing. But it's a bad thing when I face the world and I'm not treated the same. You know what I mean? That And that's when it becomes a problem. Because there's no... Uh, and I read something that Bobby Seale said, so you know it's important. Oh, yeah, that was- he said we never seen Superman save no 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 black people. So let's talk about that. So not only am I not seeing white heroes, I'm not seeing black people being saved. I don't mean to get all hotel, but I'm gonna do it. So <laughs> <laughs> just to like you know, as uh, I like cream how on- you put that caveat, but uh, uh, <laughs> like we don't I- know you. Add some ice cream onto that because this is the thing. That was the apple pie. This ice cream. Yes. Okay. So you have Bobby Sully says you don't see Superman. Say no, no niggas. Oh, no, he said black people. He yeah. didn't say niggas. Yeah, he didn't say niggas. He said black people. Um, but then you have to remember too that parts of Superman is based on Jesus Christ, and that's why y'all shouldn't be worshiping mm. that white man. That's that's not even my feelings. I'm just playing devil's advocate because that's what I do best. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But if you wanted to make, this is why I wanted to be attorney, but if you wanted to make that argument for either side, that could be the way. So we don't have, I mean, the ideas that, like in let's say comic book world mm-hmm. that like somebody like black black panther what the fuck is with me and talking this like this is my job with black panther would be like the black savior idea mm-hmm. right and then what milestone is the reality mm-hmm. so so the, and then and then that's why icon who's considered black superman his he has superpowers but just use them to be like not die <laughs> and, that, and that's the difference you don't have this huge thing like superman is a, you know i have to hide myself and sacrifice you know my sanity or whatever to you know 
stay Clark Kent and then still save the world. And then you have this nigga who's like, I just don't want to die on the subway. Yeah. And isn't that the plight of all black people? Yeah, isn't that just, how we live? Yeah. And, and then this nigga just happened to have superpowers. But uh, even with that, and it's funny because I'm going to bring up Spawn, who's not... Um, milestone but it's a black character and how he came to be tom mcfarland was working for marvel and he's it was a it was a spider-man issue and spider-man saved somebody um he saved a white dude and i'm only saying it's white because it's part of the story so uh sorry I'm no it's part of the story so i'm the, so sorry if y'all would have saw his face so the just... dude spider-man saved has said something about uh black because i guess a black person was trying to mug him so the dude that said like thank you for Save me from that black person. And then Spider-Man had an inner monologue was like, how does he know I'm not black? You know what I mean? Like, you just assume I'm white because I, I say like, so that got, that's why Todd McFarlane had the idea of Spawn. He's like, what if you just had a black superhero that was doing shit? Like, what you know he was black without a mask? So that was funny because who, you don't know uh, Spider-Man's black. I mean, he's white. But he saved you so you're like, you just start talking about niggas. Like, hold on, you don't know what I am under this mask. So that I think that's pretty. It's it's telling because you would not even consider that. So again, and and again, it is as you would say. Oh, it's just comic books. But uh, I mean, when we talk about the pantheon of you know all these Greek comic book superheroes were based on you know. The pantheon of Greek heroes. Like, this is our modern... Superman's a modern-day Hercules, you know? Art imitates life. That's Art imitates life, that's yeah. That's the simple way to put it. So, and everything just has a creative flair to it. Comic books are nothing but um, animated newspapers of mm -hmm. what's going on. And it's a creative and outlook. it's always been political. That's why I understand why people get mad now. Like, they were... They, it was, the, the they were war propaganda when the, they came out. The whole point of them is to yeah. be political because art is able to do that without exactly that, that, i could talk to you to my heart's content so i'm black and blue in the face you ain't gonna you ain't gonna care until it's in a movie then you don't complain but it's like you only complaining because you're getting hit over the head with shit that you've been ignoring mm -hmm. and that's why people get mad when shit comes up in movies and tv shows because of course oh i'm trying to escape yeah but you escape from what because you're ignoring the real shit too so i get it yeah and because you don't you don't deal with it in real life like we've talked about not watching uh black trauma yes all the time it's a real thing but that's because we experience it on a regular basis yeah. and it may not seem like it you may see like oh you guys are always laughing always drinking this, <laughs> this alcoholism why is you, and why? why this alcoholism is? is not like for fun <laughs> don't do this for, for, for play i mean and if, yeah because it's the the anxiety and that's yeah. something that's very interesting about again bringing it back to the comics because it shows that anxiety yeah you read it and then you get it but i don't know characters have those conflictions too about being black being heroes and uh, because is there such thing is there really the and that was one, one of the writers um also quoted is there anything really as a black hero mm. because I, I missed that one it was basically like what we were talking about or y'all were talking about earlier i really was oh, a part of that yeah, conversation yeah, yeah. um that what we see as heroic is what is just basically just living life just or what living, other yeah. people see as heroic that we're doing is just so living the, the, thinking about uh, uh it's the depression idea the, how uh, white people were sad during the depression they didn't have anything but black people were used to it and had already learned how to make mm -hmm. it 
So. So we were talking about Luke Cage and how being a a bulletproof black man just uh, was the the best power to have. And it's like, and they tested that theory. <laughs> they didn't miss opportunity to shoot this nigga. But um, but but no. And I mean, like constantly shot. Yes. But so the. <laughs> Before Mal, not before Milestone, because Luke Cage was before Milestone. But this is where uh, <laughs> ninety five. But this is where this is kind of where the need. This is the what they facilitated. Because before that, all black characters were like black exploitation. You know what I'm saying? Even Blade at first, Blade had the Afro. Was I don't think he was. Uh, I think he was British at first, but uh, Ooh. Blade was like a ladies' what? man. And, yeah, that would be dope. He was in. He was well. I don't know if he was British, but he was in England. Oh, so I don't know if he had an accent. All fucking vampires are in England. Yeah, like, that's uh, a thing. That's where they go. Yeah, I don't know if he had an accent, but when he <laughs> yeah. Just, besides Twilight, have you ever seen vampires in America? Exactly. <laughs> so no, I think uh, uh, Blade will be dope with a British accent. Yeah, like, I think that I, might. Oh, with homeboy John Boyega. Oh, John Boyega's fine ass too. But I was gonna say Franklin. From Snowfall. I can see that. I can see that. Um head have to get bigger though. Head have to get That's bigger. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> um But no, even even with that, these were the characters you had. Um and not to say, you know, I like Luke Cage, blah 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 blah. But you just take away from the um, you know all the superheroes. Was jive talking, uh, women womanizing. They saved the day. He but was Black Panther because he was a womanizer too. Yeah, but these were were the black heroes at the time. So you you can still being told you can still tell us being told through another lens, and again with that monolith, we talk about that a lot about um, the perceived monolith of the black culture, black experience, and the lack of I don't even want to say lack of diversity, but the fact of the lack of acknowledging diversity within the black culture right black people can explain it or black people know we know we're all different but it's just like through the rest of the world we're all the same yeah so that was another reason why these publications were important as well and they also i think one thing that i want to add to that was about static and being mm -hmm. a teenager Mm -hmm. and a lot of it was you didn't get to see him be a regular teenager Mm mm-hmm because even with like, even without the superpowers, he didn't get to like be like a normal teenager in the comics. You get what I'm talking about, and oh. that's that's a lot that has to do a lot with like being a black teen. You don't get to be a teenager like you see on TV. You get a totally different life, and I I think that was Virgil's character. He, he was adverse to uh, gun violence too, which is kind of weird that he was about to shoot a nigga. Because uh, because sometimes you just mo- gotta pull that shit out. Because <laughs> his mother was shot in the comic books. His mother was a paramedic and she was shot and killed. So static was just like one step away from being Nino Brown. Basically, because it's always yeah. And, and, and that was another thing too. See, you don't you don't see single fathers a lot either. No, you don't. So static was raised by you know single father and um um and a sister. So it, that was a different family dynamic as well. So. I mean, it's entertaining, but it's also poignant. And again, we we what I talk about a lot about oh, why don't make them black? Why don't make them black? We have a plethora of black characters. We have a plethora of black media. We have a plethora of black literature, comics, movies, uh, 
we can go on and on. That's cre- that was created by black people. Now that's what I mean when I say black. Um, so we have these things. We don't have to. We we can talk about inclusion in 2021, but we had the shit and we got the shit and it's re and it's coming back out. So this is why we want to do this episode. And then we also talked about this in Black Pan White Face because at that time in the 90s, late 80s, early 90s, there was a resurgence of like. Blacks like in with media. The, with, the, with the Waynes and the. Um, you had the one. You had Different World. You had all these Cosby shows. You had a Different World. You had um, the Cosby Show. You yeah, had Fresh Prince. Oh, yeah, yeah. a little. Uh, I was going to say Fresh Prince, but this is uh, something I didn't. That I just found out doing research. It's I don't know which episode it is, but it's the episode of Fresh Prince. And he, he had the issue number one, a static shock framed on the wall. What? Yeah, that, that's, you know, we was getting shit and didn't even know it. Uh, which was funny too, because remember in uh, "Do the Right Thing," the guy was reading the Black Panther comic book. Yes, but, yeah. So, uh, I, that's cool. Like that's that's cool. But at the time, I don't think when nobody was reading uh, the majority. Like you, there was just still blurs. You know, blur. It wasn't cool to be a blurred yet. Mm-hmm. So, I guess it's cool now. Um, yeah. So I, I would implore anyone to check out some of the back catalogs. They're honestly not hard to find. You can find them. Hey. They are growing harder to find. Now, what's happening is the price is going up. Yeah. Cause, um, and People I was talking are now hoarding their stuff. I was talking to um the owner of Heroes, and we just chop it up. Uh, he's a good guy. I like com- uh, I like hero comic books. Heroes is the comic book store. Um, we were just chopping it up. Man, he's older, and he was just telling me shit. Older white guy, so he was telling me shit. I only mentioned that he's white because um. Uh, he was saying how he doesn't understand uh, why it's a big deal for, you know, certain characters. Uh, why it's a big deal for black characters. Like, yeah, they're just characters. I don't get why people are like, oh, are they going to be blending? He was explaining to me the same shit. I'm like, yeah, what's the big deal? But anyway, <laughs> uh, um, he was explaining to me how with the relaunch of Milestone, how some of their back catalog is uh, going up in price. So, uh, again... And there's a resurgence of interest in it for mm-hmm. a new, whole new uh, generation of people. Or a lost generation, I want to say. Well, now I think that we're getting older and we got, quote unquote, disposable income. <laughs> and we can go back and enjoy things. Because that's what I do. I enjoy things now that uh, maybe... I can afford things now. <laughs> I can afford things now that I wish I could afford when yeah. I was young. And I say this all the time. Adult John, adult John really takes care of adolescent John. Uh, feeding that inner child I, I, and, 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 and I do I read something that said be, be who you wish you had when you were younger mm-hmm. now I had a marvelous childhood but mm, you know I had a childhood <laughs> it was great but you know you traverse the same pitfalls as everyone everybody, else everybody yeah, yeah. misses something yeah, not- so as an adult you know I I really tried to make sure you know that part of me does because it, it, it got close and, and I say you know when you're when you're hard and angry all the time and we just want to be bad. You really hurting. You know what I'm saying? Because I went through that. Where I just wanted to, like fuck it, and you and I know I went through it because my police record will show you. But when I got older and like me me being like uh, like at peace now is 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 weird because I feel more empowered now than I was when I was running around doing dumb shit. And that's when I thought I was tough and humble, but I was just running and hiding in. But now I'm like tough enough, quote unquote, to be, you know, to be secure in my shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to be, 
again, old uh, adult John really looks out for young John. So, uh, you know, that's that's why this shit is interesting to me. That's why this shit is. That's why I love this shit. I just like to read, and I like yeah. everything black. So and, and, and that should just be I, enough. I'm, right? I, there's no need to me lying. Like I really just enjoy black content. So, I enjoy black content made by black people with black characters. So before, because um, before we get anything else, or before we wrap it up, what do you feel? How do you feel about the relaunch of? Uh, I'm excited about the relaunch because okay. it's gonna be because niggas being niggas. It's like it's. Uh, Sorry, gonna get the. Static. Yeah, you know I am. Okay. Like because I'm gonna get that issue one. So what's really funny about this episode too was I was excited. I'm not gonna get into too much, but I was excited that my edition of a particular comic book was coming in and i haven't really shared my nerd that mm-hmm. full comic book experience and i love how it just kind of fell in line Perfect with the, mm-hmm. with milestone um and all this resurgence information so um yeah go get some comics go read a book if you're our age which you probably are don't think that you're too young for it reading is reading that's why reading is and, and- and, and you learned all the words you're gonna learn, so yeah. don't try. <laughs> like, um, you know, just go ahead because I think you have to look at it as experience. Like, if somebody tells you to read a comic book, which is what maybe at most twenty five pages, that's freaking bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're not even filled with words. There, you know, it's, it's like, mostly action, but at least get a different sense of what's going on without around you. If you're one of those anime fans, this mm-hmm. is or what's it called, Magna? Magna? Uh, um, I don't. Manga, whatever. Um, not to disrespect the creators, I just don't know their fucking name, and I think it's weird. So, but if even if you're into that, this would be a great time. Introduce yourself to something from the past, bring mm-hmm. it to the future. Because what we ultimately want, and by we I mean black people, is that we want our people to keep creating content for mm-hmm. our people. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to get on this full segregation thing. It's not like a, our integration thing. It's not this full thing. We do have our own lives. We do live mm-hmm. differently than the rest of popular culture, even though they take from us. Support things like this, even if it's just one comic, because I, we want to encourage these future generations coming up. Number one, not to be afraid to be a comic book nerd or a nerd of any kind. But number two, that they get in their minds. I want to create content for my people. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always have to be trauma like this. You'll see with this and it doesn't have to be trauma. It doesn't have to be because they saw this or they saw somebody get killed or they, you know, boycott. They just want to make it because being black is being different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's some traumatic parts to it, but there's a whole lot more fun now. So it's 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 cool because I see a lot of I see a lot of Virgil's now. And, yeah. and it's cool. I like to see little weird black kids just having fun. Because like, it's really about having fun. Which which I would say, and this, and I'm going to say this before we wrap it up, and it's going to be a little bit off topic. I would say the generation above us weren't really able to allow us to just be happy because of, of their trauma. So they had to instill shit in, into us. Like, I remember just be chilling as a kid and, like, not doing nothing. And then, uh, you know, a, an authoritative figure... You're like, uh, what are you doing? No, 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 what? Uh, go do something like, damn, I'm just chilling being a kid. Mm-hmm. But I think with, with us now, uh, I kind of think we allow the younger generation. We're, I don't think we're as, as traumatized in that instance as far as, you know, um, just letting kids be kids, I should say. Like, the younger kids now, I think, and, I, and now I'm going to really sound old. 
had it better than we did. You think that this is yeah. gonna make you sound old? Oh, okay. I had all the other shit I said. No, so no, so it, it's really cool, and, and I and I dig it. And um, yeah, again, I will implore anyone that's on the verge, you're teetering. Oh, you know, and and. If you're a fan of the media, who doesn't like Marvel? Who doesn't like DC? So check it out. And it's, it doesn't. It's not so uh, esoteric, purest thing to read a comic book. Yeah, don't book. and it's don't let gatekeepers try to stop you from doing. Oh anything. yeah, fuck that one. Who? What happened to issue? No, fuck all that. Just enjoy it and yeah. So that that's what I say. So milestone. We just had to get. We just wanted to take time because this all black audacity. So we talk about people that got the audacity to be black. And great, and I, I love that yeah. four brothers. Got I think together we need to actually. Oh, I'm sorry. Go well, ahead. No, I was them. And now I'm gonna close out. Cause you and the damn gum, <laughs> a fucking hood rat. Like, <laughs> I'm just happy these four brothers got together and made something that endured, made something I enjoyed, it made something I inspired to do. Being we're content creators now, so. That's that. No, it's great. It's lovely. I, and I'm no way, sh- shape, or form saying these are our contemporaries. But it's just, it's, it, it's lovely. It's lovely to be motivated by people that are motivated by something else. And then it's just a confluence of it's just, and it's just black energy. It's mm-hmm. black greatness. It's black. It's just black. And I love it. And, it's, and that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's going to wrap up the show. What were you going to say? I don't fucking remember. That was like 30 seconds ago. It was going to be interesting. I it believe. probably was. It uh, sounded like it was going to be good. It was it was rolling off that brain, but I honestly I don't remember. Uh, okay, so. I started reading. So yeah, go ahead and check us out. Go check out Milestone. There are um, some comics available on Amazon if you're not a purist and don't like going into an actual comic book shop like me. Um, our, oh, I love it. I know it's fun. I, it's fun. Yeah, it's just they're just too far away, and I'm too lazy. Uh, so it, what's fun about it? Like they're not. They're always busy, but they never really crowded. Just like on Big Bang Theory, that's why Stewart lost the business because y'all don't be buying nothing. And comic book owners are a lot less strict than librarians. So, yeah. And those pushy people at Barnes and Nobles. I like Barnes and Nobles. I do too, but it's a little too noisy. Anyways, check us out on Instagram, uh-huh. Black Audacity Podcast. On Twitter. On Twitter, Black Audacity. I got my first week tweet today. PC. I don't know what your name is on Twitter. What is it? Again? The Black Jay Holla. The Black Jay Holla. Check them out at Jay Holla. The Black Holla. one. Jay you know she gave me the nickname? Yes. Black John? Yes, we talked about this earlier. Brene is going to be on the... Can you just say where the name came from and then we're going to close out? Wow. Since you're here. Oh, no, we can't do that? Uh, Yeah. yeah. Where did the name Black John come from? Come say it in the mic. Uh, Black, Black John. Black and, and who are you? Hi, I'm Brene. Good evening. Brene who? Good morning. Brene Pointer. Okay. Um, yeah. Right, so where did the name Black John come from? It yeah. came from me. Oh. It came from me. There's no story behind it? You're black. <laughs> and name my name is John. John. You was acting kind of black at the moment that I gave you the name. And so, so black John. you were black John at that moment. Like, you didn't have to act like a nigga in this moment. But because, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's why it's like, black John. All right. So and so you always in character, in my opinion. <laughs> so that's where the black Jay Holla came from. It's a variation on black John. But anyway, thank you. And, and I'm out. Uh, follow me. Uh, <laughs> 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 talking about something important now. Huh? Yeah. Um, at the Sinbanks mm-hmm. on Instagram, and make sure to follow us on Facebook and our group, um, Black Audacity. The group is getting up there too. The group is getting up there in numbers. We are getting up there in numbers. 
yeah. All the support. Thanks for all the continued support. Oh, and and um, okay. yeah. I do want to say too. I got to give a shout out to my blurs because we were talking about this. Uh, just quick shout out to my actual blur friends that I know <laughs> read comments. But uh, no. <laughs> Why sorry, I'm sorry. Because I got a lot of nigga friends. Those are my actual blur friends. Uh, uh, that laugh was Shout so out bad. to uh, 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 the brothers, Wesley, Daniel, uh, Leifer. That's my comic book nigga. Uh, <laughs> them just my uh, my comic book people. So, anyway, yeah, I'm really out. Shout out to all you blurs. And my cousin, Devin, she always trying to steal my shit, too. Um, Everybody always trying to steal from you. Because I'm so motherfucking cool. Anyways, that's it, y'all. Um... Shout out. Bye. Peace out.